0: Abby Quinlan is the executive director of the Wisconsin FFA Foundation and uh, is a person that's, I'll say, relatively new to the post. Let's talk a little bit about your background, Abby, and why you showed interest in becoming the FFA executive director for the foundation.
1: I'm a Section 10 FFA student. I was born and bred in Delavendere Ann. I bleed the blue and gold. I absolutely love FFA. However, I'm not a farmer. I'll be honest, it was not my calling. I love my animals, and I'll keep them. (laughs) But that's not my main goal, I'll leave that to the brothers. Uh, But my main thing is marketing and fundraising, that is where my strengths lie. So when the executive director position came up, the best of both worlds. I get to bleed the blue and gold and do what I'm meant to do.
0: Tell us a little bit about your previous experience because, like you said, you've uh, you've done this kind of thing before.
1: Yeah, so I worked for Agribility Wisconsin, Farmers with Disabilities and Limitations. I was part of their marketing team. And then I moved on to nonprofit fundraising. So UW-Milwaukee, a couple different small nonprofits throughout the Midwest, and that was great and then this position came up and I jumped on it.
0: We're certainly glad to have you, that's for sure. (laughs) Now let's talk a little bit about how things have been going since you took over. Again, as I emphasize, relatively new in the seat, but very familiar with the foundation. Uh, and good numbers for 2022 here at the state convention.
1: We've had amazing numbers. Last night, the state officers reported over 3,000 people in those seats, which is incredible. And the foundation reported over 535,000 fundraised for 2022, so that was a great number to see. Of course, we have our 40th coming up in 23, and our goal is a million. So we're going to need our supporters to really push that.
0: Now let's talk about the conversations you've been having with our strongest supporters. There are some... People in our community that don't know there was a pandemic, never experienced supply chain challenges, and are religiously donating to the FFA Foundation. But I'm guessing you might be picking up on some other conversations not quite that way.
1: Exactly. I think a lot of the conversations I'm having with many of the uh, sponsors, many of the donors, many of the vendors who are here at Convention Expo is how do they meet with students? How do we get kids into their pipeline so that they can help them with job opportunities? And that is really where they're struggling. That job shortage is a real thing for a lot of our agricultural community. So we're working with them. Next year, we're expecting Expo to expand so we can get those career opportunities in front of students and get those jobs right there where they need them to be.
0: Do they stand financially committed to the FFA Foundation? Will they write the checks, even if their business model might not be performing 100%?
1: That's going to shift for every business, of course, but we're going to work with them. We'll have those pledges. We'll work with them however they need to get that set up, because I know they're great supporters of FFA, and they want to continue, so we're going to work with them to make sure that they can keep doing that, and we can stay sustainable in our organization as well.
0: You know... It uh, begs the question, Abby, to go from a half a million to a million in one calendar year is pretty aggressive. So tell me about the outliers, the other partners that you're going to be reaching out to, and how do you expect to get them to write the check?
1: We're changing our marketing. Uh, we have a lot of different partners within FFA, and we're all merging together. We're getting our branding on point. We're creating that messaging ahead of time. So when we jumpstart in January, it is ready to run. You are going to constantly see FFA in headlines. We're going to make sure everybody is out there. And then we're going to reach out to those sponsors that we haven't been talking to. You know, We haven't been doing the best job, so we need to fix that. And we have the staff now in place, myself, so that we can do that. Sponsors, you better be ready to get a call and yeah. a couple visits. I'm a persistent poly.
0: You know, and like we said, for many of us, FFA is such part of our mm-hmm. heritage, our DNA. But there are a lot of folks I'm assuming you still have to educate about.
1: Definitely. I mean, we have over 23,000 FFA students, but there's over 40,000 in A classes in the state. So making sure that the people who they're connected to are getting educated on that. And of course, we know how many people, I think it's three generations removed from the farm. So we have that big gap that we need to really work on our messaging. We are not Future Farmers of America. We are FFA and we need to make sure that they know that.
0: Let's talk a little bit more about how you're going to assist sponsors, Mm -hmm. uh, recruiters on finding the fantastic talent we have with an FFA. And the other thing is, it's not just those high school students. Now it sounds to me like these uh, businesses, these supporters are looking at as young as middle school to help them understand opportunities
1: well thankfully we do have ffa in a lot of middle schools and agricultural and tech programs so we'll work with our teachers in that respect but a lot of opportunities are going to be coming digitally you know we Mm. need to create our email newsletter so that it's reaching a broader range we need to really get on point with our social media so that we are reaching the right people for our sponsors and we're making that connection for them
0: is there any sense of trying to protect kids from Mm. zealous Uh, sponsors that have those jobs and are quite frankly desperate for good kids with good you know backgrounds to try to jump in as fast as they can
1: oh absolutely our kids are our number one priority making sure that they are safe and they are not hounded is absolutely necessary our students won't be getting those emails it'll be egg educators so we're putting it into the teacher's hands getting that information out to the teachers and making sure that they're the ones who are helping the students along the way
0: Again, Abby Quinlan along with us, Executive Director of the Wisconsin FFA Foundation. Let me ask you, when you do visit with some of those sponsors and they suggest to you how they would like to uh, reach students with those job opportunities, do you see anything clever, anything cool (laughs) about how they're trying to physically interact with those students? Things that they're doing over and above to try to reach your audience?
1: We've all seen those signing bonuses. That's a big attractor to students. But I think the big thing for companies is creating that culture and the environment for students for growth and making sure that they can benefit the company as well as the company benefiting them. And students understand that.
0: Getting ready for the big anniversary come 2023, 40 years and again, Abby, what's the financial goal?
1: One million dollars.
0: So get your checkbooks ready, folks, for your support in any way, shape, or form for the Wisconsin FFA Foundation. Again, we'll be keeping you up to date on all the progress as that campaign unfolds. Along with Abby Quinlan at the 2022 Wisconsin State FFA Convention, I'm Pam Yankee.